Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about closing on the presentation. Not closing the presentation, but closing on the presentation. Let me set up the scenario. You've made a cold call. You've got what you believe is a person who can either make a decision or an influencer on the line. You had a great meeting, right? In other words, the conversation, you called them up, you got to the person, you're talking to them, you gave them a nice greeting, you basically said, hey, here's what we can do, here's what our company does. You created some interest, you've piqued their interest, you've asked great questions to qualify them, and you know that this is the right company, this is the decision maker or influencer. Now the question is, how do you close on the presentation? It's not one of those deals you can close over the phone. It's one of those deals where you have to set up a presentation, a meeting to either show or demo what you have to offer. So the question is, how do you go about closing this? Well, let's walk through it. What you want to do is, again, you have a decision maker or an influencer. Let's say you have the decision maker on the line. Oh, love it. You've asked the qualifying questions. You know they're the decision maker, but you need to set up a time. Now, three options. You can say, let's do this right now. You can say, Mr. Customer, is there any way we can spend the next 10 to 20 minutes going through the product and platform we have, and I'll show you how we can reduce your cost by 20% within the next 90 days. Can we do that right now? That's called closing the presentation right there and then. In other words, you want to get a commitment right there and then. So maybe you're using some type of webinar software where they can actually just sit in front of their computer and watch your presentation or watch you demo something, okay? But what you want to do is walk them through that presentation. That's the beauty of technology. We can do this now. We don't have to go to a location to show them, let's say, some software program that we have, some new platform, or show them our you know, PowerPoint presentation. We can just do this through the internet. And if we can close that presentation right there and then, that's what we need to do. The other option may be, this, the person may say, decision maker may say, well, you know, Victor, now's not a good time. Great. I understand that. How about later on today, I have some time between three and five o'clock. What works best for you? Now, again, I'm trying to close for the presentation, but I'm trying to close later on during the day but I'm still trying to close. So again, this is no different than trying to close a deal. You're just trying to close on the presentation. So again, option number one, let's do it right now. Option number two, how about later on today? And sometimes it's best to give them two time frames. So there's two approaches here, let's walk through it. One is I can give them a range of time or two time slots. Range of time would go something like this. I'm available anytime between three and five, what works best for you? I gave them a range, three to five, what works best for you? Or I can say, I'm available at three o'clock, I'm also available at four o'clock, which one works better for you? Again, you can try either approach, whatever you're comfortable with, see which one works for you the best. I like the range, but then I like to hone in. If they say, yeah, somewhere between three and five, you say, may I suggest four o'clock then? Or if you say three to five, may I suggest three o'clock, okay? It's something that you can actually suggest, and they're going to go, okay, yeah, let's do one of those. But I'm giving them an option. The last one is, maybe they don't want to do it today. They want to do it at another date. Now, this is trickier, because what you want to do is, again, give them an option. The option is going to be a closed date and a date that's a little further out. A closed date and a date that's further out. For example, let's say that today's Monday. 
I'm going to say something like this. Great. I can do one tomorrow, Tuesday, or would Thursday be better? I can do one tomorrow, Tuesday, or would Thursday be better? Now, here's what's interesting from a psychological standpoint. People will always, nine times out of ten, choose which one do you think, the Tuesday or the Thursday. Think about it. What do you think? If you said Thursday, you're absolutely correct. The majority of people, nine out of ten times, will choose a date that's furthest out. That's just human nature, right? The further out, the less of a commitment it seems like. But if it's the next day, it seems like a lot of commitment to do that quickly. But again, I always like to offer them a near date and a far date, one that's close and one that's further out. So I would say it's Monday. I would say I have time tomorrow, Tuesday, or would Thursday be better? And then as soon as they say Thursday, then I said, well, I have a time slot between three and five. What time works best for you? May I suggest four? Or I got one at three o'clock, I got one at four, five o'clock. Or you may want to give them an option of a morning and an afternoon. I got one at 10 o'clock, I have some time at 10 o'clock, or I have some time at two o'clock. Which one works best for you? Now, the reason I like two o'clock, just as personal preference, is that most people go to lunch, right, from 12 to one. Then they come back to the office and they have to kind of catch up on little things here and there. And then by two o'clock, I assume that they're gonna be free to have a meeting, okay? If you say one o'clock, they're gonna say, hmm, I don't know if I can get back in time from lunch. So again, two o'clock is always one of my favorite. 10 o'clock is the same reason because if they get there at 8.30, whatever it be, 9 o'clock, by 10 o'clock, they've cleared off their desk a little bit, enough to feel comfortable to give me a meeting. Now, listen carefully. If the customer says, well, Victor, why don't you just get back to me like next Tuesday? That is not closing on the presentation. Now, there's a fundamental difference between advancing the sale and continuing the sale. Let me say it again. There's a fundamental difference between advancing the sale and continuing the sale. Continuing is bad, advancing is good. Continuing the sale means, yeah, get back to me next Tuesday, Victor, and we'll talk about it. Or they'll say this, let me think about it and I'll get back to you, Victor. Or another option is, let me talk to my guys first and then, then we'll set up a time. All three examples are examples of continuation. I didn't get a commitment. See, an advancement is a commitment. It is a, a, a central step towards moving forward. In other words, by getting them to agree to a date and a time, I have now moved the sale forward. In other words, I am going through the sales process and I've taken the next step. But again, if I don't get the advancement, the commitment, and I get a continuation, I'll call you back next week. Let me think about it, I'll get back to you. Let me talk to my guys, Victor, and then we'll set up a time. That is called continuation, and that is not advancing the sale. That is basically delaying it, and you know what's gonna happen. You know what's gonna happen. That they're gonna say they're gonna get back to you, but they're not. I've said this in my past podcast. At the end of the day, 24 hours later, people will forget 75% of what they heard. In other words, you're probably forgotten about it as soon as you hang up the phone. So you want to get the commitment. And what I like to do is I like to follow up once I have a commitment, a time and a date. I want to follow up with a text if I have their phone number or an email. And if I have both, I will do both. And just to confirm, we just talked about this and you try to do it within the next five or 10 minutes after you hang up the phone, almost immediately. Just give yourself a time frame. Time Within five minutes, do it, confirm it, it's in the book. It's a way of confirming that we have an agreement, we will meet on this day. And again, make sure that in that little email or that text, by the way, Bob, Glad to talk to you today. Uh, just to confirm, we agreed on Thursday at 2 o'clock, 
And please invite uh, Bill and Bob, the other two decision makers you mentioned during our conversation. Look forward to seeing you there on Thursday. Something like that. And again, it's all about getting commitments, getting them. You're tying them down to a commitment. So again, when you're trying to get to close on the presentation, the goal is to always, again, you want to pitch it in such a way that you want to tee yourself up for a meeting. In other words, I have you on the phone. You're the decision maker. I've given you a compelling reason to listen to me or I've grabbed your attention. You know, I, 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 I've piqued your interest. I know I can help you. You can feel it in my voice. I've given you testimonials. I've given you references. You say, I want to listen to Victor. Then you're going to ask to close on the presentation. Can we do it now? No, now's not a good time. How about later on this afternoon between three and five? Oh, that's not going to work. Okay, well then now let's pick a date. Tomorrow or would Thursday be better? Get the idea. Always keep the sale moving forward. That's what the best salespeople do. And that's how you shorten your sales cycle. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. And again, if you're going to leave me a question, make it short and simple. Do not have me solve your business problems. I, I'm, I'm getting questions of people say, Victor, how can you help me sell into my market? The question is too broad. Give me something specific that you're having a problem with, and then I can help you. All right. Anyway, also check out my sales training website. Go to victorantonio.com. We have a new learning management system called the Sales Mastery Academy. It is an awesome program. You'll be able to log on, track your progress. You'll have to take some tests to prove. And at the end of the day, if you pass all the tests, you'll get a nice certification. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.